Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Dave Leventhal joining us this morning, editor-in-chief of rawstory.com. He's on the Trocare College Live line on WBEN. Uh, Dave, members of the House are home for the holidays, and now it appears the Senate is going home, too, after not reaching a deal on border security. That is for sure, Susan. And even yesterday, uh, there was some pretty dismal attendance in the proceedings that the Senate had. Only about uh, two-thirds of senators were even showing up. So, Everyone up on Capitol Hill is very much in the spirit of the holidays, which may be uh, of cold comfort to Americans who would, oh, I don't know, like to see them actually doing their job and trying to pass some things that uh, desperately need attention. Now, some people want that to be funding for Ukraine, funding for Israel. Other people would love to see them dealing with the border issues on the U.S. southern border that, uh, of course, have uh, been taking place for many, many months and years and still continue to be as big a problem as they've ever been. So add that all up, and what you get is a whole lot of nothing, at least now, and it's likely going to have to be picked back up after the new year, Susan. Among those things, you mentioned the border. Uh, Chuck Schumer yesterday saying progress is being made, but also said it's, quote, among the most difficult things we've done in recent memory. Um, I don't know. Maybe if they started doing this 20 years ago and they started talking about it, you know, it seems like a tall order to do something on the border in just a few extended days when they've been talking about it for a generation. They have been talking about about it for a generation. And, I mean, Chuck Schumer's not wrong in the sense that uh, this is an incredibly notoriously complex issue, politically speaking, for Democrats and Republicans to get together on something that will pass. So everyone can be in their ideological camp and everyone can use their talking points about the border, both on the right and the left. But this is one of those issues that absolutely will take bipartisan support at some level in order to go forward. Now, what is that going to look like? Well, that's the $64,000 question, or in this case, the likely $20 billion question, as to how this is going to play out in reality. Does that mean funding more Border Patrol guards? Uh, Does that mean uh, technological developments uh, that are going to secure the border to a greater degree? The list goes on and on. So those particulars, the priorities, uh, whether amnesty should be wrapped into this, whether courts should be wrapped into this, uh, in the funding thereof, uh, these are all the particulars that make this so sticky and, and so politically fraught because no one side, of course, wants to give the other any more than they absolutely have to. And the bottom line is that uh, over the past 30, 40 years, uh, there have been many efforts and Congress has tried and failed time and again. 
you, you got to go back, uh, you know, 10 years probably to the last time there was a serious effort of any sort where it seemed like there was going to be some close uh, call. And there was a close call on comprehensive immigration reform, quote unquote, but that fell through. So it, are they going to be able to cobble at least something together in a modest way? particularly in the context of funding for Ukraine and Israel, it is possible. But again, it's just not going to happen before Christmas. New York, Dave, has been ordered to redraw its congressional map, redistricting very much on minds around here. But I'm wondering, what about Washington? How much of a focus is redistricting in New York where you are? Well, it's going to be a big focus, and it is already a big focus because of the implications on the national level. Let's remember here that the U.S. House... Republicans only have a couple of seats that give them the majority in the U.S. House at present. So 2024, sure, we're going to be talking just chapter and verse, day after day, about the presidential race. And so much of the focus is going to be on the likely rematch between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. But the House and the Senate, there's just going to be incredible action there because they're up for grabs. And both of them right now, you've got the Senate in the control of Democrats. You've got the House in control of Republicans. Both of them have a very, very beyond legitimate chance of flipping. And New York, uh, by drawing a map, ostensibly, that's going to favor Democrats, definitely gives the Democrats a a big push now to try to flip the whole House for the whole country. So, yes, it's both a local and state issue, but really it's a national issue and one that uh, has very, very, very significant implications for the whole map and the whole picture as to who is going to control Congress when we have a new congressional session in January of 2025, Susan. Whoever wins in these redistricting fights, though, because I feel like, A lot of people now, especially in New York State, are maybe expecting, all right, well, this will last one election cycle, and then we're going to go through this maybe all again because there will be another court challenge and another forced redrawing of the maps. And that may or may not happen, but we have seen nationwide that there have been numerous court challenges in, in recent months and in recent years. There's Maryland and Alabama and North Carolina and other states, too, where there have been challenges that haven't been successful. So this is not unique to New York, uh, and it's something that could continue to happen. But, you know, at least for now, the, uh, the, the spotlight is going to be on the 2024 election and what this new map, uh, as it goes forward, is going to ultimately mean for New York State and for the balance of power in, in the whole country. Hey, um, January 11th, is that date circled on your calendar? I'm just seeing that that is the day of closing arguments for former President Trump's civil fraud trial. It's also the day that President Biden's son, Hunter, is expected to be arraigned on federal tax charges. Oh, you better believe, Susan, it is. And I mean, Hunter Biden is facing uh, numerous charges, uh, three felonies and six misdemeanors, if I recall correctly, uh, all related to tax charges. This uh, has nothing to do with what we've been talking about a lot lately, which is the action on Capitol Hill with him testifying before a House committee. That is a a, a purely political um, aspect to, to all of this. But the January 11th case is a, a criminal case. So this could have uh, very, very grave implications for Hunter Biden. And of course, Donald Trump, 
his legal nightmares are going to begin in earnest uh, in 2024 as he's running for president and also to simultaneously facing four different criminal cases. And, and that's something that uh, none of us really have any idea how in reality that's going to work because this is an unprecedented situation. We've never had a president of the United States who is likely going to be the nominee for a major party facing uh, such a, a gigantic legal storm cloud that is not going to dissipate and not going to go away. It's only going to get bigger and bigger as the year goes on in 2024. Happy New Year. Hey, I was going to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you, too. Merry Christmas and uh, to all of Buffalo as well. Absolutely. Dave, thank you. Dave Leventhal, editor-in-chief of Raw Story, been joining us all year long on Tuesday morning. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.